Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Usually for Song of the Soul, I only have one guest at a time, but I'm breaking that rule today. I'm a longtime fan of both of today's guests, got to know them individually from seeing them perform and from buying their LPs, but there was simply some kind of chemistry, or maybe it's alchemy, that they demonstrated on stage together that told me that I finally had to have Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt share their combined Song of the Soul for my listeners. Sally is perhaps more closely associated with the folk music genre, and while Claudia has done a lot of folk, she's also well-known and loved for her expeditions into the jazz world. They are two beautiful people and performers sharing an amazing combined musical soul. Andrew Jansen is helping me capture that musical soul by providing production assistance today. And you just know that with two vibrant guests sharing the mic, there will be bonus excerpts from the interview that I won't be able to fit into the broadcast. Look for them on NordenSpiritRadio.org. But in the meantime, we're headed via Skype to Sally Rogers' home to talk with Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt. Sally, it's so wonderful to have you back so soon now, again, for Song of the Soul. Yeah, it's great to be back. Thanks. And Claudia Schmidt, it has been ages since I've talked to you, and I regret it, and I'm glad to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Yeah, it took us a little while, but it's not long if you're thinking glacially. That's always (laughs) thanks, too. (laughs) Well, sometimes some of my work I get done at glacial speeds, but fortunately the two of you have been turning out music at meteoric speeds for so many decades now that the world is rich and overflowing. I know that, Sally, you just released your 40 Years, 40 Songs. And Claudia, what's your last release that maybe was separate from Sally? Oh, yeah, I've been putting out almost a CD every year for the last couple of years. I have two more jazz-leaning ones. And then I released a box set with almost 240 files on it, which is one of the things that gave Sally the idea of the 40 songs, kind of a whole retrospective of my musical career a few years ago. And then I'm just finishing up a new album that's going to be out in early February. And I also put out a thumb drive with 25 songs on it a little while back. So I've been creating a lot of stuff. Claudia, I got to know your music first when I was living in Milwaukee. Sally, your music I became familiar with a little bit thereafter. And when I interviewed just a couple weeks ago, Sally, you told me the situation, the folk festival, as of when the two of you actually met and started doing things together. Do you remember it the same way that Sally does, Claudia? Oh, yeah. We were sitting together at a friend's house, the friend who started the festival and got us together at the festival. And he did this relentless slideshow. This is like 20 years, 30 years later. Yeah, yeah, 35 years later. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he was so happy to have, he was feeling sentimental. And this picture of us came up, and that's what made us decide to record We Are Welcomed because we realized it had been 35 years that we'd been singing together. Yeah, it it was a momentous occasion. Do you live in the same place in Connecticut or so close together because you do music together or just because it was the best spot on earth? 
No, I fell in love. I moved out here uh, three years ago, and I fell in love. And that's how I got here, too. I yeah. fell in love. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of people to love there. Are there extra partners for those who are listening? The right people, I guess. You know, I wasn't looking for it. It just happened. I wouldn't steer people out here <laughs> based on that. So. No. <laughs> well, it's really important we get started to share your music for both Claudia Schmidt and Sally Rogers. And so where do we start out? Why don't we do Lovely Agnes, since we just were talking about that. That's the song that really introduced us to each other. In fact, Claudia was singing it out in public before I was. It's a song I wrote about my grandmother, but I never really intended to sing it. And she learned it from a friend who had been at my house and who learned it. And then we ended up singing it together at the festival that we mentioned. The two of you sing it together with such beautiful voices and with so much heart. I imagine somehow, Claudia, that you also have the equivalent of Lovely Agnes in your life. No, actually. I didn't have any grandparents really growing up. So I, I've gotten my grandparents vicariously through uh, songs like Sally's and Grandma's Hands. And I find songs about grandparents. <laughs> well, we're going to listen here to Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt perform together a song that Sally Rogers wrote several decades ago, I guess back in 1979. I guess that's 40 years ago. Sally wrote for Agnes Schalner Rogers, who lived 1887 to 1984. Here is Lovely Agnes. Oh, Agnes, won't you go with me? We'll be married in style. And we'll cross Lake Michigan, so blue and so wild. We'll cross over Lake Michigan till we come to the shore. And our orchards will blossom for our babies as they're born. Oh yes, I will go with you, leave Wisconsin behind. Though my parents think a little of my life on a farm. Oh, to leave the gay city life, to be buried on a farm. But I'll watch the orchards bloom in spring, spend the winters warm in your arms. Oh, Agnes, won't you go with me? We'll be married in style. And we'll cross Lake Michigan, so blue and so wild. We'll cross over Lake Michigan till we come to the shore. And our orchards will blossom for our babies as they're born. Three children he gave her, Curtis, Eddie, Andy. And their fourth child, little Gussie, came ten years after these. And she raised him with a loving hand and with firmness of mind. And she raised him through troubled times, Agnes strong-willed and kind. Oh, Agnes, won't you go with me? We'll be married in style. And we'll cross Lake Michigan, so blue and so wild. We'll cross over Lake Michigan till we come to the shore. And our orchards will blossom for our babies as they're born. Now three score years have gone and passed like the fruit on the trees. And her children have children with babes on their knees. And they all join in the summertime on the Crystal Lake shore. 
to greet lovely Agnes, now twelve years and fourscore. Oh, Agnes, won't you go with me? We'll be married in style. And we'll cross Lake Michigan, so blue and so wild. We'll cross over Lake Michigan till we come to the shore. And our orchards will blossom for our babies as they're born. That lovely song is called Lovely Agnes, written by Sally Rogers and performed. Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt have been sharing it across the country for the past 40 years. Have you performed it much in foreign countries as two of you two? Have you toured abroad much? I haven't. I did some, but it's been a long, long time. And yes, I did sing it when I was abroad. It particularly became popular in England and Scotland. I would think Ireland, they'd grab it. I was in Ireland back in 2004, part of my folk dance group, traveling around. And we went to a pub on a night when they didn't have music performances going on, but they had kind of a a song circle kind of thing going. It was wonderful. They took turns. People would stand up and share a ballad. So some of us got up and shared River by Bill Staines. Mm -hmm. But I think Lovely Agnes would have been a perfect one for that environment as well. I'm going to keep moving us through the songs as quickly as we can because we've got a little bit of a bumper crop today. And I want to get the full harvest in before winter sets in, even though it has set in, as you can tell from my cold. What's next for Song of the Soul, Sally and Claudia? I'm thinking maybe we should do Quetico, which I had written with my friend Bob Gibson back in the mid-70s after my first trip up to the Quetico wilderness area for a canoe trip. And it was one I brought to Sally's in my first recording that we did in 1987. And we were accompanied by Jay and Molly Younger and Jay Younger, Molly Mason. And Molly Mason, which so they really provided this sort of driving rhythm along with uh, with my twelve string, and it was became a very exciting song. So that's my suggestion at this point. Well, I'll take your suggestion. I think I mentioned this to Sally when I was talking to her sometime in the past month that I did a, a song of the soul with my wife just the songs that were the most indelible in her soul. And Quetico was one of them that she picked out. So That's nice. You're reverberating within our household. She's canoed in Quetico. I guess there are a lot of people listening across the country who don't know about the Quetico Reserve and the wilderness canoeing experiences one can have there. More people maybe are familiar with the Boundary Waters Canoe Area in the United States right next to Quetico. I mean, they're except for the artificial imaginary boundaries between them. They're one big wilderness. And those boundaries don't mean a thing if there's disasters with the mining propositions. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one up there right now. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of friends up there who are working to stop the mining. Yeah, and the Boundary Waters is, whatever it is, a million acres. And I probably guess that's a half a million hectares on the Canadian side of the boundaries. But whatever it is, it's complete riches for the soul. And Sally Rogers, Jay Unger, and Molly Mason capture that beauty and power in the song Quetico from Sally and Claudia's recording, Closing the Distance. Here's Quetico. Quetico. Back home to you again 
touch the stars, to feel the moon. It sets my soul to singing once again. Quetico. Quetico. I'm lost and so alone here in this throng. I've lost the sight of right and wrong. It's been so long to see God's creatures running Alive and in the place they ought to be Incredible, incredible song is called Quetico. I saw Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt perform it at the Mabel Tainter Theater in Menominee, Wisconsin, a few decades ago. That's also where you did Banana Moon the first time I heard it, by the way, Claudia. Uh-huh. Is that one of your top hits, or is it just, am I just an aberration in that I recall? Banana Moon. I was just a week or two ago, I was driving home looking up and saw Banana Moon and said, ah, Claudia Schmidt. It's a perennial favorite. (laughs) It is. Yeah. (laughs) I think that Claudia, your musical taste, I guess I have the sense that you, Sally, are more oriented towards folk or traditional in that sense. And Claudia, you have a lot of jazz in your personality and in your music. (laughs) Is there a reason for that? Or where does that come from? 
Well, it beats me. I mean, I, I didn't grow up singing jazz, but from the first time I heard it, I sort of had an ear for it. It perked me right up. And it was quite a long time between hearing it and sort of going, what the heck is that? Uh, <laughs> I like it. To actually getting to do it, like really decades. And once I got to dig in, I had my sleeves rolled up and I was off and running. So, it's yeah, it's a really important part of what I do musically now. And they feed into each other. They're not like separate things, you know, for me, the folk and the jazz. I feel like each one enriches the other thing. Like when somebody says, which one do you like best? I don't really have a favorite. I, and the more kinds of things I'm singing, the happier I am. So that's what it comes down to. <laughs> and she does them all so well. But it makes me a marketing problem. That's been... <laughs> 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 yep. Well, it's riches, whichever way you speak it. Annie Patterson is an interesting person in that she's known especially for folk, except with, what's the, Girls from Mars? She does a lot of jazz and torch songs and other things like that that are out of the folk genre, which I think is great. But Annie Patterson, as maybe some of our listeners do not know, was one of the two people primary people behind both Rise Up Singing and Rise Again songbooks, 1,200 songs in each one. When I spoke to Sally Rogers a couple weeks ago, she told me about which songs she thought were included in the Rise Again song collection. Claudia, do you remember in Rise Up Singing and Rise Again, which of your songs are in there? I think it's Quiet Hills in there. I think so, in the new one. I think Quiet Hills is in the new one. And I did have one. Was it Coming Home to You, I think, that was in, in Rise Up Singing? So I think those were the two. Did you write Spoon River, or did I just hear you perform it? No, you heard me perform it. Michael Smith wrote Spoon River. Okay. Because I had learned it through you, I had always associated it with you. I just got to sing it with him uh, in early November we were at a teaching, a songwriting weekend in northern Michigan, and Ann Hills was there, too. And the three of us got to do Spoon River with Ann and me kind of trading verses and harmonizing with Michael. It was really wonderful. Oh, that sounds excellent. And Ann Hills is another one of my favorites. And I actually have it on my list to get a hold of Michael Smith, interview him. Well, speaking of hills, we should probably do Quiet Hills, since you just mentioned, you know, Claudia's song, Quiet Hills, is in Rise Again. Right. I'd love to share Quiet Hills. It is so beautiful, so inspirational. Uh, which hills is it about, Claudia? Originally, it was written when I was at a weekend retreat at the Rowe Conference Center in the Berkshires. It was a, a weekend called Singing the Joys and Sorrows of Humanity. And I was on staff with Richie Havens and Peter Rowan. And about 50, 60 people showed up and they could anybody could just go with any one of us at a given time and then we would all come together for meals and i was just so inspired by the weekend i ended up writing two songs that weekend and this being one of them but it's just come to be metaphorical of course as songs that last do and i think it's a song much needed this time a lot of people i think are experiencing darkness of various sorts specifically on the political level they're probably experiencing a lot of darkness and fear what you say in the song claudia reaches so much to the center of my soul i thank you for that and so i'm going to let everybody else listen to that instead of to my voice here is quiet hills by claudia schmidt from back in 1994 
listeners for Song of the Soul carry that song forward with them in their lives as they experience trouble and that they know which hills to reach for. One of the things that's usually true for Song of the Soul is I interview a single person, typically. It's not two people. Uh, The two of you have been performing together for decades now, and I've experienced you on stage with a special closeness and synergy. And it's not just that you're a band performing together, but I, I feel like when I hear songs like Quetico, where you're singing together, it feels like your souls are interweaving. Could you Tell me, pro or con, why it makes sense to have your song of the soul together here, as I've chosen to do today? Yeah. I mean, I'll speak to that. I, there has been, from the time Sally and I first met and started singing together, I, I, there has been that synergy in a way of hearing each other. Our voices are very different when we sing apart from each other, but when we sing together, we've always had this 
blend, this incredible blend. A, a, a friend of ours came up after a concert a while back, and she had tears in her eyes, and she just said, blood harmony. That was blood <laughs> harmony. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes people have a hard time, including myself, actually, hearing who's doing which part. Yeah. You know, it's, it's uncanny, and it's just sort of always been there. And even if we haven't seen each other for the better part of a year and we come together to cram for a concert, we're able just to get right to that spot without pause. Um, it's always available. And I think underneath that is this appreciation and love for each other. I remember years ago, we were at one of those string along weekends outside of Milwaukee. We were on staff and we did a concert and it was a guy who came up after our concert and said, you know, I love the music you make together. But even more than that, I love the example you set with your friendship. Oh, yeah. And you two weren't living in the same place when you first met each other and that, but somehow you've ended up together and out there in Connecticut. I mean, there are times in Michigan. Actually, we've lived in the same place, but at, at different, different times. times. <laughs> we both lived in Milwaukee. I didn't live in Seattle, but she did, but my sister did. So I spent a lot of time out there. You know, Milwaukee was one. We both grew Michigan, up in Michigan, Michigan, but we weren't anywhere near each other. She grew up in Traver. She lived in Traverse City. I also lived in Traverse City for a good long time, and she ended up on Beaver Island. And that was one of my dreams was to someday be able to live on Beaver Island. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's very weird. It is weird. And there's a reason. It made sense to me when I heard you to have you together on Song of the Soul. And I'm so glad I've chosen to do that. I do want to remind folks you are listening to Song of the Soul, northernspiritradio.org. That's three words. Northernspiritradio.org is our website. You'll have links to sallyrogers.com and to claudiaschmidt.com if you don't already know those sites and names. Both of them have 40-year retrospectives. They've collected their music from the past years, put it together, and so there's some special riches that you can get via their websites. We have that for all of our guests from the last 14 and a half years on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. There's a place to comment on and to rate the programs, so please do that when you visit, and there's our donate button. That's just how this is funded. We don't depend on corporations, and we don't depend on government to fund us. We ask you, the listeners, to step forward, and that's what makes this possible. Even more important, please support your local community radio stations. Local media, such a wonderful alternative. Fortunately, we've got the riches of the Internet now, and a lot of those stations are also reaching over the Internet. You get the alternative music and news that you need to have a full and sane life especially if you don't live right in the midst of the quiet hills where Claudia Schmidt and Sally Rogers live. Let's go on to some more of your music right away for both of you. Who's up next? Well, I think we should do Cool of the Day. Yeah. We've now heard Quetico and Quiet Hills, both about the beautiful nature around us. And Cool of the Day is Gene Ritchie's song about taking care of the earth, being good stewards of the earth. And I think right now, more than ever, we need to be thinking about that. And Jean was a mentor to both of us. She pretty much single-handedly made the dulcimer popular. And both of us, of course, play dulcimer. Although on Cool of the Day, we're just singing, I believe. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's an acapella version of Cool of the Day. Mm-hmm. It is from We Are Welcomed. Well, what better way to be welcomed by the cool of the day here performed by Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt, written originally by Gene Ritchie. Get ready for deep, soothing, and inspirational music called Cool of the Day. My Lord, he said unto me, 
Do you like my garden so fair? You, you may live in this garden If you'll keep the grasses green And I'll return in the cool of the day Now is the cool of the day Now is the cool of the day This earth is a garden The garden of my Lord And he walks in his garden in the cool of the day. Then my Lord, he said unto me, Do you like my pasture so green? You may live in this garden if you will feed my lambs And I'll return in the cool of the day Now is the cool of the day Now is the cool of the day This earth is a garden the garden of my Lord And he walks in his garden In the cool of the day Then my Lord he said unto me Do you like my garden so free? You may live in this garden If you'll keep the people free And I'll return in the cool of the day Now is the cool of the day Now is the cool of the day garden of my Lord, and he walks in his garden in the cool of the day. I think I heard the first time I heard Cool of the Day, it was on Prairie Home Companion, probably performed by Jean Ritchie herself, and I'm so glad you picked it up. It, it is on, as you said, your recording, We Are Welcomed, and just a couple of weeks ago when I had Sally Rogers here to share her personal song of the soul, she shared that song. It's had different versions as well, We Are Welcomed, but Cool of the Day is certainly one of the most riveting songs connecting us to the earth. Well, percolate away with another song. What's up next? <laughs> So this next song is one that I wrote based on a letter that was written by this woman, Prudence Crandall, to the townspeople of Canterbury, Connecticut, 
Prudence Crandall was a Quaker woman who was invited to the town of Canterbury in 1830 to teach the kids in the town. Shortly after she started her school, a young black girl named Sarah Harris came and asked if she could also matriculate. And Prudence Crandall, being a Quaker, said absolutely no problem. And then the townspeople withdrew all of their children from the school and started a, a big brouhaha over Prudence Crandall's teaching. Prudence Crandall decided if they weren't going to send their children to school, that she would start a school for the purpose of teaching young misses of colors, the way she put it. And she did. And the townspeople tried to destroy her and her school and her students through You'll hear about it in the song. And the man that was sort of her nemesis, he was the first selectman in town, Andrew Judson, he worked through the legislature and got what was called the Black Law passed, which forbade the establishment of any school for the purpose of teaching young misses of color in the state of Connecticut. (laughs) And needless to say, Prudence's school was the only one like that. And eventually she was put in jail for, not for for long, I think it was just overnight, and then she was bailed out. But she was very connected with the abolitionist movement, with William Lloyd Garrison and with the Benson family. And in any case, she finally won her case and was able to keep the school, except that the townspeople surrounded her school in the fall of 1833 and basically tried to destroy the building, you know, pulled the clabbers off, broke the windows, tried to set it on fire, etc. And she decided it just wouldn't be safe for her students anymore. So she moved to Illinois, started a school, actually in Kansas first. She started a school in Kansas, and she eventually lived in Illinois. In 1883, she received this letter from the townspeople of Canterbury apologizing for their behavior with a pension from the state of Connecticut and $400 a year for the rest of her life. And she lived for three more years, so she lived to the ripe old age of 86. She's our state heroine, and school children all across the state collected pennies to build a statue in her honor in the state house, and it stands there proudly today across the hall from Nathan Hale. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so this song was written about her. It's written in, in her voice as if she were writing the letter. And that's Prudence Crandall. Here I sit in my 83rd year I write this letter with ease The sacrifice of time you have made Has brought me solace and I never asked for charity, only redress for the past. But my loss of home and livelihood could not dim my faith in God. I knew that justice would reign. I knew that peace would prevail. I knew that all humankind must learn to love one another as one. When Sarah Harris came to my door so many years ago I never dreamed a town could scheme to hurt a person so Teaching misses of color would become a state offense I could not obey such an unjust law It defied all common sense I knew that justice would reign I knew that peace would prevail I knew that all humankind 
condemns people's acts of slander and abuse. My well was poisoned, my house set on fire. No church nor shop could we use. My students suffered sorely, but they held their heads up high. Reported my trial by jury. When the black law passed, the bells did toll in a church where we could not go. This news of a just recompense, I greet with tears of joy. I knew that justice would reign. I knew that peace would prevail. I knew that. I know that justice shall reign. I know that peace shall prevail. I know that all humankind must learn to love one another as one. Another moving song by Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt here today for Song of the Soul. Prudence Crandall is the name of the song. It's on their recording, We Are Welcomed, about the heroine of Connecticut. And, you know, I'm really actually rather appalled that I didn't know about Prudence Crandall, and I consider myself at least uh, minorly knowledgeable. I am Quaker, and uh, it's something I went to as an adult. So I, I've i done a lot of reading and collecting of stories. I love stories like that of Prudence Crandall and the power that she brings to the earth. And I'm just amazed that school children in Connecticut know this, but that Mark Helpsmeet over in Wisconsin didn't know it. I mean, what kind of ignoramus am I? Well, you're in good company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, inspirational people from history need the kind of songs that you write. I mean, you wrote, have written so many of them. There is your collection, Songs of the Heritage Corridor, Sally, that I think is one of those little treasure troves of local history. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's where that one came from, yeah. And I do want to mention, folks, that both Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt have, in the last couple of years, released several collections that you can get on flash drives and other ways that you can get uh, the rich tapestry of the music that they've shared with the world. And so please do go to sallyrogers.com and claudiaschmidt.com and find those riches and put them in your pocket and in your heart. So let's get some more riches coming over the air today for Song of the Soul. Where do we go next? Well, why don't we go to that home recording of uh, Slow Steady Heart 
because as we speak, my new record is being final mixed and on which recording you will hear, Sally. What's the name as of that new well. one? Uh, it's called Slow Steady Heart. Oh. <laughs> and But I wanted to get this song to you and Sally singing harmony. But the only one I had available was an earlier version that I think I was making to send to you. That's right. <laughs> and, uh, so that you could learn the harmony part. It's a newer song. It was just written less than a year ago as the result of an accident with a piece of wood falling on my foot, which doesn't really sound like a, a worthy song subject, but... As happens with the writing process, it turned into something totally different, which the song kind of tells in the in the story. I will say that while I was convalescing, I was also reading The Overstory by Richard Powers. Oh, my goodness. And, and what I, a book. What a it's book. It's not really obvious, but that book definitely influenced me when I wrote the song a couple months later. So it's a song about healing and being open to healing. And what's interesting about it is I've had a couple of different people who heard me sing it in concert now, and they were having heart procedures mm-hmm. done and asked if I would send them a, a recording of the song. They used it during their rehabilitation. Wow. <laughs> well, I love it when a song takes on a function. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah. We're going to listen here, folks, for Song of the Soul to a home recording that Claudia Schmidt did, a kind of quick and dirty recording at home of a new song of hers that will be coming out on her upcoming album. It's called Slow Steady Heart. I urge you to take it into your heart. Slow, steady. That's what the lady doctor said to me When I showed up for an emergency It was a pretty nasty injury With pain and swelling I could feel and see What I heard, she said, you have a slow, steady heart. Have a steady heart When this old world seems to be falling apart What does it mean that it is beating slow In spite of pain and everything I know It's a mighty mystery I have a slow, steady heart 
Rough cut of the song Slow Steady Heart. It was done by Claudia Schmidt. It's part of the sharing the learning so she could do it on her upcoming release that I understand you'll be doing some harmonies on, Sally. Yeah. Maybe you've already done them. Yep. I don't know. When is this recording due to drop, Claudia? They're done now. We're in the final mixing process and it's going to, as they say, drop in the biz. Look out! <laughs> It's going to be February. In February. We got time for one last song today for Song of the Soul. How can we conclude your joint Song of the Soul for Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt? We'd really like you to play uh, Still on the Bridge, a song that Claudia wrote based on the story that John Lewis told about his walking across the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Yeah, I heard, him, uh, I heard an interview replayed on the eve of the 50th anniversary of the March from Selma, and hence the, the 50 years in the chorus that gets mentioned. And I was just so moved by hearing him tell that story. And the song sort of just came to me right there with the idea that we haven't completed the walk yet. We're still on the bridge. We're all part of that walk. We have to step up and finish that walk. So it's a call to action, the song, definitely. And and we're, we're thinking about John Lewis a lot right now. We just heard about him fighting cancer and the announcement a few days ago and we don't want to lose him he's he's been so important he he never he certainly never stopped walking his whole life so we're we're thinking about him a lot we've been singing this song especially for him lately 
I think we need to sing it for both him and for the whole nation. Mm-hmm. The song is still on the bridge. We'll come back afterwards to say goodbye to Claudia and Sally. But here is Claudia Schmidt, Still on the Bridge. It started out peaceful just like they planned. 600 people walking hand in hand. Two by two they made their way. Into that bloody fray We're still on the bridge Fifty years gone by Still on the bridge Looking hate in the eye We can't cross the bridge Until we turn them around Silent marchers Montgomery bound The right to vote Their common ground Find that song on Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt's release, We Are Welcomed. It is by Claudia Schmidt, still on the bridge. Both a tribute, inspiration, it's gratitude, and it's a hope that we can carry that work forward. I don't know, hope is maybe too weak of a word. Uh, intention, it's a dedication to it. Yeah, intention's a good word. Yeah. So, still on the bridge. 
Just recently, I was doing an interview with David Hartzell, who was part of much of that work over the last 50 years, including the Witnesses uh, piece work uh, in, in the U.S., outside the U.S., and these kind of workers who yes. have dedicated their lives to it. And the people who make the songs that energize us while we're doing that work are such an important component of making this a better world. I'm so grateful that you have done that, both Claudia and Sally, for so many years now. Still on the Bridge, again, is the song, We Are Welcomed, is the recording it's from. And please remember to go to sallyrogers.com, claudiaschmidt.com, the links on nordenspiritradio.org under Song of the Soul. And you're going to find more of their riches. You'll get their recent collections, Sally's 40 songs for 40 years. And, and Claudia, your collection was called what? It's the box set. It's like 240 files. It's a biggie. All her recordings. Almost all the recordings. If I had known, maybe I would have bought myself that for Christmas. I should have known. <laughs> Well, they're still available. <laughs> <laughs> and every day should be Christmas in the heart when you're listening to the music of Sally Rogers and Claudia Schmidt. I'm so happy to have the two of you here together to share your song of the soul. Thank you so much for doing that music over these 40 years and for enriching us today here for song of the soul well thanks for thinking of doing this it was great fun i'll have the links for both of them on nordenspiritradio.org and if you're willing claudia maybe i should have you back for an individual song of the soul very soon how do you feel about that yeah i don't know if i'm uh set up technologically to skype or not i'm I'm sort of uh i'm sort of a luddite with stuff so you can come here and do it One way or another, we'll get Claudia Schmidt on soon to share some more of her riches. Thank you all for joining us today for Song of the Soul, and we'll see you next week. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul. And we can sing for